to another edition of uh, View from Space on 640 Toronto. If you're listening at home on our live streaming audio from our website, 640toronto.com, I welcome you if you're sitting in front of your Mac or your PC, or if you're listening to me on your radio on 640 Toronto, welcome. Anywhere in the world you're listening. In 1959, the Ascended Masters contacted a man called Benjamin Cream. Benjamin Cream is an English painter. Not known. Who dabbled in the occult. Cream was told by the Ascended Masters to perform a mission the advancement of the Master's plan for humanity. You and I were talking about you and me. And I've dropped one name so far. A man that has had more influence and will have more influence in our future. And you don't even know about him. Queen was instructed to prepare the way for this one they call Lord Maitreya. I don't call him Lord Maitreya. I call him the Antichrist. It was a master plan and self-proclaimed Christ who would soon begin to assume a human form, to begin preparing Humanity, you and I, for the age of Aquarius. And if you've been listening to A View from Space in the past few weeks, I've talked about the age of Aquarius being initiated by Venus transiting the sun last June 8th. One great, huge event in the life of the Illuminati the person deep into the occult, deep into demon possession, because that's what it means when they say a master, a self-proclaimed Christ, will soon begin to assume a human form. He is the highest black nobility occult family that is mixed with the highest royal blue blood family that traces its lineage all the way back to Nimrod, farther back even to Cain. 
And they're coming out in the open now. It's not even hidden. The X that was marked on Cain's body to show everyone this is the man of evil. If you follow him, he can you he cannot be blamed for your following him. Simply because you can't be fooled. The mark is clearly visible on him. He's not fooling anyone. You're following him of your own accord, of your own will. And the X today is everywhere. Xbox, X-rated, mo X-rated movies, extraterrestrials. I could go on and on and on. The Super Bowl, Super Bowl 39, the stage that McCartney was standing on was an X. X marks the spot. The Aquarian Age supposedly will be a time of peace. Plenty. Perfect equality. That's why same-sex marriage is coming. That's why there is no the sexes any longer. And global governance is going to come under the masters. Via who? The United Nations. That's right, you heard right. The United Nations. It's a view from space on 640 Toronto talking about Benjamin Cream, who has been given a mission to advance the Master's plan for humanity. The Master? Obviously. Lucifer. Or Satan. The female name is Venus, Ishtar, Isis, Aphrodite. In 1980, Cream wrote a book called The Reappearance of the Christ and the Masters of Wisdom. It's basically an account of his telepathic communication with the Maitreya and a history of his involvement with the occult dating all the way back to the 40s. And these messages that he got from this one called Maitreya represents the most dominant strain of the present-day New Age eschatological religion. In the book, Cream states that his career in the occult began through a study of Wilhelm Reich's work and, and the use of his organ accumulator. See, Wilhelm Reich developed a, a metal lined device named the Orgon Accumulator, believing that the box trapped Orgon energy that he could harness in groundbreaking approaches towards things like medicine, psychiatry, the social sciences, biology, even weather research. Reich's discovery of Orgon began with his research of a physical bioenergy basis for Sigmund Freud's theories of neuroses in humans. Human 
psychological problems. Wright believed that the traumatic experiences blocked the natural flow of life energy in the body, leading to physical and mental disease. So in 1940, Wright constructed this device to accumulate orgone energy, a, a six-sided box, a hexagram, constructed of alternating layers of organic materials to attract the energy, and metallic metals to radiate the energy toward the center of the box. Patients would sit in the accumulator and absorb orgone energy through their skin and their lungs. The accumulator had a, a healthy effect on blood and body tissue by improving the flow of life energy and by releasing energy blocks. I don't want to get too deep orgone accumulator, but it did have some pretty advanced data on a cure for cancer. He died in jail. Hushed up. So there is something to the vibration of time, of of energy around our bodies. And the Oregon accumulator was one of those devices that was shoved under the carpet. But Benjamin Cream became consciously aware of and extremely sensitive to energy and currents through this book, Wilhelm Reich's work also. He continues in his preface of that book he wrote called The Reappearance of Christ. And I'll be back with some of the incredible, astounding nuggets of truth that he pulled from this. It's a view from space on 640 Toronto. Back in just a minute. Spaceman on 640 Toronto talking about Benjamin Cream, a man who is going to have a profound effect on your life soon. See, he was contacted by the Ascended Masters. And was given a mission to advance the Master's plan for humanity. To usher us into the age of Aquarius. And he wrote a book called The Reappearance of Christ and the Masters of Wisdom. In that preface, in that book, he talks about the theosophical works of H.P. Blavatsky. Helen Blavatsky, but as deep into the occult as you can get. Leadbeater, another one. Paul Brunton, another one. Alice Bailey, another one. And he says, after mentioning those people's names, 
they are whose path of self-knowledge I sought to follow. It's going to wake you up when I talk to you about Benjamin Cream's friends on what's really going on in the highest echelons of world power. I mean, this guy is hobnobbing with the elite, the very top. In 1957, he worked with a group which claimed contact with extraterrestrial intelligence but ready to transmit energies from them. You may even be laughing at, at, this, at this statement at this moment. But these people are serious. In 1958, Cream entered into close contact and says he began to work for the extraterrestrials. By 74, he and his small group received a series of overshadowing messages by Maitreya, whom I will call the Antichrist, Satan, which launched him on his career to affirm his coming. And it's pretty revealing to know that Cream also mentions that his group would often make contact and ceremonies that were held on the full moon and at various times of astrological significance. You see, the Illuminati does nothing if the stars don't say so and the numbers don't, don't fit. This guy travels and lectures all over the world while his organization called Share International, that's S-H-A-R-E, Share International, puts out some incredible articles in their magazine, ranging from global politics and finance to occult phenomena, which is what I've chosen to bring up tonight on Benjamin Cream, including UFO sightings. Also featured in the magazine is a message from Maitreya, Satan. The Antichrist, which is claimed, at least, to be communicating telepathically through cream, the man. Now, each issue of Share International's monthly mag features a brief synopsis of the coming of Maitreya on the first two pages. And then a, a quick message that's been trans-channeled through Benjamin Cream from an ascended master, simply known as the Master, on page three. And of course you know that three is the perfect number. And the spiritual message of this magazine, Share International, is so obvious in each issue that's published. They've got a long list of prominent, well-respected international diplomats, religious leaders, yes, religious leaders, and political people who have articles published in this mag. Naturally, 
you're going to know some of the names. UN Secretary General Boutros Ghali, that's the former UN Secretary General. Secretary General Kofi Annan, the one that's sitting there now. Former President of Ireland, Mary Robinson. And Bill Harlan Brooklyn, who was Director General of the World Health Organization until a couple of years ago, 03. And Gro Harlem Brundtland was also Prime Minister of Norway. The Dalai Lama has written articles for it. And are you ready? Prince Charles. And like I say, the average guy could be laughing at these beliefs that they espouse in this magazine, magazine called Share International. It is easily shown that it is well-respected and taken seriously by a lot of influential members of the global elite, wouldn't you say? In fact, Shin International Foundation is actually accredited as a official non-governmental organization by the United Nations. And the magazine as stated on the inside cover of every single issue, is published by Share International in association with the Department of Public Information at the United Nations. So you thought the United Nations was a benign group of leaders from 190-some countries. Well, it's a lot more than that. It is the precursor to the one world government. I'm coming back on 640 Toronto on a view from space with who actually is the Maitreya? And more deeply into the show we go, the deeper we go into UFOs. It's all coming up. On 640 Toronto, when a view from space on space. Back with more in a minute. Prepare for a journey to places you didn't know existed. This is a view from space with Gary Bell, only on the New Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm the guy Carl Space on 640 Toronto. This is a view from space. Accepting your emails at spaceman at 640toronto.com or space at toronto.com. And uh, Japdu sends me uh, an email. So say space first. She said Prince Charles was the Antichrist. Now you say uh, Maitreya. Uh, you also said Prince William. What gives? I usually trust you, but something is fishy. There are many names for the Antichrist. And here is what's happening. I'm revealing to you tonight a man, Benjamin Cream, who says he was sent by the Ascended Masters. If you give the radio show a few minutes, we'll explain why we're calling the man Maitreya. 
But since you've brought it up in email, I want to say now, Maitreya is just another name for the Antichrist who is hidden. I have come out of the open and said, yes, it's either Prince Charles who will ascend to the throne or it will be Prince William. I stand by that. But there are a lot of people that are listening to this show that have heard the word Maitreya as the Antichrist. Who is the Maitreya according to Benjamin Green? He's been expected for generations by all the major religions. Christians know him as the Christ and expect his imminent return. Jews await him as the Messiah. Hindus are looking for the coming of Krishna. Buddhists expect him as Maitreya Buddha. And Muslims anticipate the Imam Mahdi, or Messiah. You know, Prince Charles has also embraced the Buddhist religion. and has actually wanted to change the defender of the faith to the defender of the faiths, with an S on the end. The Maitreya, the Antichrist, must be a Christ-hater, because that is who he is trying to usurp. And Prince Charles is that. The names may be different, but they all refer to the same individual, the world teacher. Now, if you'll listen carefully, you will hear how well hidden Prince Charles is. There are many fronts. But in the end, when you get to the order of the garter, it's his position. Or Queen Elizabeth II's position at the moment. To be the one. Maitreya prefers to be known simply as the teacher. Does not want to come as a religious leader, sound like Prince Charles to you, or to found a new religion, but as a teacher and a guide for people of every religion and those of no religion. At this time of great political, economic, and social crisis, Maitreya will inspire humanity to see itself as one family and create a civilization based on sharing economic social justice, global cooperation. Is that starting to sound familiar to you? Doesn't that sound like the United Nations? That can't get it done because there is no real head yet? It's, it's, it's waiting, but it's not plugged in. It's not powered up.
the Maitreya. Well, call to action. He'll save millions of people who's, who are about to starve to death every year in a world of plenty. His recommendations will be a shift in social priorities so that enough food, enough housing, enough clothing, enough education, enough medical care become universal rights. But in order for them to get him to be able to deliver on this, there first has to be a problem to fix. And that's what's being foisted on us now, on the world. All kinds of problems. And under Maitreya's inspiration, the Antichrist's inspiration, humanity itself is going to be required to make changes and create a saner and more just world for all. In other words, he'll be the Savior. But of course, this is going to be after the cataclysmic events that are coming on the world. that I've told you so often about on A View from Space on 640 Toronto. Maitreya is Satan who will inhabit a man. Possess a man. So here come the lies. Information emergencies come basically from this one guy, Benjamin Cream, this British artist. Notice he's British. He's also an author. He's wrote a couple of books on his mission, of course, the ascendancy of the Antichrist. And he's been speaking and writing about this since 74. And according to Cream, not according to space, Maitreya descended in July of 1977 from his ancient retreat in the Himalayas and took up residence in the Indian Pakistani community of London, London, England. Now, why London, you would ask? I wonder. He's been living and working there seemingly as an ordinary man, his true status known to relatively few. Great cover for Prince Charles, no? He's been emerging gradually into full public so as not to humanity's free will. What a lie! Cream goes on to say, as a modern man concerned with today's problems, Maitreya has worked on many levels to prepare humanity for his outward presence, his coming up party. From behind the scenes, the outpouring of his extraordinary energy has been the stimulus for dramatic changes in many fronts, including the fall of communism in the Soviet Union. 
the collapse of apartheid in South Africa. The East and the West coming together. And the growing power of the people's voice in a worldwide focus on preserving the environment. Does not that sound like Prince Charles to you? Who is, of course, pulling all the strings for the Middle East Road to Peace. To save the starving people in the world, he only has to turn to Ashland Midlands, his company that owns 75% of all seeds in the world. Let me put it this way. If your food gets cut off, there's only one man that's going to be able to save who doesn't. It's a spaceman in 640 Toronto. I'll be for space. will be back. Benjamin Cream, an obscure English painter who was right up to his, over his head in the occult. In 1959, he was summoned by the Ascended Masters, he says, and told to perform a mission, and that is to advance the Master's plan for humanity, the Master being Lucifer. The Maitreya, as he's called. Is the master. I believe the Maitreya is actually the spirit of Satan himself who will eventually inhabit a man at the precise moment to grab a hold. of the economies of the world, the political arena of the world, and eventually the religion of the world. I've said this many times on 640 Toronto, on A View from Space, and I'm saying it again tonight. And he'll be a man who looks as though He can do nothing but good. But he will be the greatest killer man has ever known on planet Earth. Hitler will look like a schoolboy in a scuffle. Cream says since 1988, Maitreya has appeared miraculously through the world, main, mainly to orthodox religious groups, presenting in the simplest terms the great spiritual laws governing our lives, and through steadily increasing science and spiritual manifestations that are now reported in the media. 
which are UFOs, which are Mary, Our Lady Mary in a window. Or a crop circle. Everything that has all to do with the occult. Benjamin Cream says the Maitreya has touched the hearts of millions, preparing them for his imminent appearance. At the earliest possible moment, he will demonstrate his true identity. We call it the Day of Declaration when the international television networks will all be linked together and the Maitreya will be invited to speak to the world. So it will be Satan in. I believe either Prince Charles or William's body. Everyone will see his face on television. But each of us will hear his words telepathically in our own language as he simultaneously impresses the minds of all humanity. Even those who are not watching him on television will have this experience. At the same time, hundreds of thousands of spontaneous, spontaneous uh, healings will take place all over the world. And in this way, He'll send the message that he is truly the world teacher for all humanity. This guy Benjamin Cream is describing the Antichrist with his occult powers coupled together with the most advanced technology that man has ever conceived of. Equipment that they have now or will have very soon that will be able to pull off what I've just described. The elite rich, made up of their families of covens that form the Illuminati, believe the Aquarian Age is their time to herald a new world religion with their highest ranking occult adept family member as its leader. It's God. They'll even wipe out the word religion. They won't even use it anymore. The main crux of the matter will have a much deeper sense of reality. The person will evolve out of believing in something into becoming something. See, right now, we believe in something. The New Age religion wants you to become something. That's exactly the way it is in the ancient mystery religions, the ones the secret societies practice, based on knowledge of different degrees as you ascend degree by degree to perfection. And there is only one that is perfected. The Antichrist will be the one. Listen to what Benjamin Cream says. The person will know what the religions of the ancient age have always tried to demonstrate. to be still and know that you are God. Man is God. See? 
This is the new world order religion. Each and every person will know that he is God. So therefore, there will be no right and there will be no wrong. Only your thinking makes it so. UFOs are spirits and demons. And they're serving the purpose of social engineering, of conditioning you and I, and even brainwashing some people. And this comparison of the paranormal the occult, and UFOs is not coincidence. UFOs are just a modern representation of age-old occult manifestations. So, like, researchers in UFOlogy today would actually be studying demonology if they lived centuries ago. The message, the message that's given to people who've claimed to have uh, a close encounter are exactly the same messages as today's New Age philosophy. These spirits and demons are literally aliens. Yeah. That's their true identity. And their purpose is to spread a monstrous lie to all humanity. The Bible confirms this. New Age and occult writers also confirm this. And researchers who don't follow any particular religion come to the same conclusion. More in a minute on A View from Space, 640 Toronto. Prepare for a journey to places you didn't know existed. This is A View from Space with Gary Bell, only on the new Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm the guy to call Space at 640 Toronto on A View from Space. I'm talking tonight about um, another word for the Antichrist, Maitreya, that's going around. Benjamin Cream is really the one that's responsible for that and solely responsible for doing that job given to him by what he calls the ascended masters the Illuminati and UFOs are spirits and demons their purpose is to social engineer you and I and condition you and I to believe that there are in fact higher beings and our controlling earth through our leaders at the top. And I state this, that our leaders are really the ones that are in control and are actually so deeply into the occult world they can manifest these spirits and demons on a human level. 
And with new technology that's coming along, they will be able to do even greater magic. A lot of UFO reports, when you listen closely, really closely, have the same stories to tell as people who have claimed to have seen objects flying around in a room. And strange sounds are heard. Poltergeists. Ghostbusters, the movie. And other types of psychic manifestations, too. Uh, I don't think... Well, I know there is no such thing as a UFO with actual solid items of nuts and bolts hardware. UFOs are not visitors from outer space. I don't care what Coast to Coast tells you after this show they are on and can state their opinion on 640 Toronto. They do stories like this. March 1950, Navy Commander McLaughlin publishes an article in True Magazine. Notice that? True Magazine? That's the name of the magazine, True. Describing how scientists had tracked a silvery saucer-like object traveling at an overhead speed of 25,200 miles an hour near the White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico. This is a, this is a mind-blowing report in 1950 because no physical object could travel at such speeds without burning up in the atmosphere. Another story, December 17, 1996, scientists from the Atmospheric Sciences Department at Creighton University in Nebraska released video footage of a mysterious spherical traveling at one hundredth the speed of light. That's 1,860 miles per second. And the object in the video can clearly be seen crossing upward and left across the field of view. So, Morris Pongratz, a scientist at the Los Alamos National Lab, stated it's clearly something that does not have mass. The angular speed is too fast to be anything at orbital velocity. These are just put out there to bait you, to give you some kind of substance, some kind of evidence to hold on to. And for guys like Art Bell and George Norrie, who work on Coast to Coast to talk about. They don't tell you the real truth, that UFOs are spirits and demons. People who have been claimed to have been contacted by a UFO have mentioned that just before the appearance of the entity, they were aware of some strange buzzing sounds. You ever heard of that? 
Witnesses of unexplained aerial phenomena have also referred to a buzzing or a rushing sound shortly before the flying saucers appear over them. And remember also, if you do the research, stories of poltergeist activity produces a preparatory signal of a buzzing, a rasping or a winding noise. Studies of flying saucer cults repeatedly show that they are part of a larger cult. And they have a working knowledge of occult scientists. Because it's indispensable to UFO investigation simply because they are one and the same. The medical examination. There's always the medical examination on abductees. They're said to be subjected to unusually sadistic sexual manipulation. Research that in the occult world and the medieval tales of encounters with demons and you'll hear exactly the same thing. The same stories are told. Sex is a very powerful force in the world of the occult. They're manipulating our world incredibly well with sex. You know what the lie is? Sex sells. When was the last time you bought something because there was a beautiful woman or a really good-looking guy holding it? <laughs> sex doesn't sell. Sex manipulates. And the elite rich need to worship sex because that's how they pass the power on and keep it in their family from generation to generation to generation. That's why the obelisk is in the center square in the Vatican. That's why the obelisk is in Paris. That's why the obelisk is in London, England. That's why the obelisk is facing the White House and the Washington Mall. That's the phallic symbol. Studies of flying saucer cults repeatedly show exactly the same world, the same stories as the occult does. And you know what? The number of close encounters is rising dramatically every year. Right in step and right along with the increase in new age and occult practices. It used to be every once in a while a new story would come along with occult numbers in it or on the certain witches' sabbat. But now, it's every single one tied into it, and the numbers are all there, which means it's being controlled by the occult world. I don't have time for it right now, but it's even in your hockey lockout. The numbers are there. We're seeing a parallel rise 
Age and UFO Phenomena. Very often, UFO contactees, by their own admission now, are individuals who become disillusioned with the existing religious institutions. And in the Western world, that means Christianity and Judaism and Islam. The New Age, Eastern mystics, and the UFOologists preach an impersonal life force. Man is his own God. There's no need for a Redeemer because, listen carefully, because there is no sin. Nothing's neither right nor wrong. Only thinking makes it so. That's our world that's coming. You can see it now. It just keeps getting closer and closer. This is 40 Toronto. I'm a spaceman. Back in a minute. One a woman never bargains for you. Lots of people talking, few of them know. from space at 640 Toronto. I'm the guy they call space. Yeah, UFOs are demons. I believe they're manifestations of the occult world, of not necessary illusions, but they are from the nether world. It's going to be the last card the Illuminati plays the UFO invasion just before the Antichrist or Maitreya or Lucifer is revealed in a man's body. Man is his own God. The human being can use meditation to descend into the lower depths of consciousness and there discover the divine within. Discover that he is God. See, Satan, Lucifer, has a mirror image of the real world. It's the exact opposite. They say, look within to find God. When you have to look outside of yourself, when you start doing things for other people, you forget about your own problems. Demons, as fallen angels, have powers. They can manipulate, restructure matter, as well as the ability to control human consciousness and experience through possession. 
they have to come into their into your body, but they cannot come into your body unless you ask them to. You have a free will. That is one thing no one can take from you. They can take your money. They can take your house. They can take your car. They can take your clothes. They can take your body, but they cannot take your free will. That's what the battle is for. That's why there's economic pressures on you. That's why there's social pressures on you. Demons, or UFOs even, visit more than you suspect. They exist only a frequency difference away in the background of your consciousness, waiting for some triggering condition to focus to bring them in. And that triggering condition in your mind is something to do with the psychological state of the person who is experiencing the encounter. Which is precisely why demons seem to be selective in their choice of contact. The men in black often pose as government agents. They're described as wearing black hats, black trench coats, and dark glasses. The Will Smith movie, Men in Black, went a long way to put that image in your head. From the spell-casting capital of the world, Hollywood, they demand that the person having a close encounter give up any physical evidence that was left behind by the UFO. They threaten the victim with dire consequences if he dares reveal what he knows. And inevitably, the contactee gets the idea that these are not normal people. Usually, the disguise is less than perfect. The eyes can be seen as alien eyes. It's always eyes of a reptile. A reptile. The hands are, are not like human hands. Or there's just something about them that makes the contactee realize they were aliens. In some cases, the men in black steal or cover up the evidence of the UFO landing. And the extra terrestrial intelligence contact. Sometimes they cause havoc in the life of the victim. What possible purpose would that serve? Well, first, the UFO experience more credible. This serves them to convince the victim that aliens really have visited him. Not only the first time, but on later encounters. And secondly, you know, there's a diversionary tactic. He's terrified into silence. And only after further contact and enlightenment is he allowed to talk freely about his experience. And those brainwashed persons are guests quite often on coast to coast. On 640 Toronto, following this show, this 
smoke screen serves the demonic powers behind the experience. This kind of experience is not unique to UFO encounters. This has been known among occult devotees for centuries. There's a fantastic parallel between the men in black and the occult experience. The occult world, like the men in black, are known for threatening initiates whenever they get too close to lifting the veil of Isis. Oh, you're going to see who it really is. Threaten them. As Madame Blavatsky says when she talks about the secret societies, they are the leading stars of the great spiritual stage of materialization. And confusion, terror, useful to the enemy in controlling and conditioning anybody being overtaken. One victim of the men in black experience said this, at times I seem to be almost possessed. You were possessed. That's the purpose of the men in black, to bring a person into subjection and control. First by using the hallucinatory experience of UFO contact, and then men in black threaten. The victim is subjected to mind control, brainwashing techniques designed to break down their will and resistance because they want to eventually have the demon possess that person. More on UFOs coming up on uh, View From Space at 640 Toronto. When you were a kid, you might have heard the words, because I said so. Well, you're not five anymore. Your opinion matters. In Toronto, it takes about 2.5 million opinions to shape Canada's greatest city. Don't just sit there and be spoon-fed your information one redundant headline after another. 640 Toronto is where Toronto comes to discuss, debate, understand, and resolve issues in this city. We do it because no other radio station will. We do it because we live here, too. Your news, your views, your city. 640 Toronto. Right now, Auto Show puts you on the leading edge of the design curve. Open your mind to the new mode of motion that's revolutionizing the way you move. Prepare for a journey to places you didn't know existed. This is A View from Space with Gary Bell. Only on the new Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. Space on 640 Toronto. Welcome if you are listening on your computer at home, on your Mac or your PC at 640toronto.com for the live audio streaming, or if you're listening on your radio. The devil and his demons can, according to some literature, manifest themselves in almost any form, can physically imitate anything from angels to horrifying monsters with glowing eyes. Hollywood's showing you that. Video games are showing your kids that now, probably, as you listen to me. Strange objects and entities materialize and dematerialize in these stories 
that are told, just as the UFOs and their occupants appear and disappear, walk through walls, perform other supernatural feats. See, it's a manifestation of the occult world. And now, very soon, we're getting close so that the one called Maitreya can enter a human being. Satan himself enter a human being and through science prove to the world there is no God and become the leader of the world. See, we're witnessing the ascendancy of the scientific dictatorship. Not my words. Aldous Huxley coined those. The elite's religious power structure is turning the world into a technocratic oligarchy, which is the occult world and by science. The history and background of this occult scientific dictatorship is a conspiracy created and micromanaged by the basic foundations of Darwinism. Man came from an animal. And the foundations of Darwinism, by the way, had its beginnings in Freemasonry. The elite rich are reinventing reality itself. Aldous Huxley, who was a Freemason, coined that term, scientific dictatorship, as I just mentioned, and wrote about it in his Brave New World book. He was guided and taught by another Freemason, H.G. Wells, who brought you the War of the Worlds from Princeton University. When they faked out the entire country of the United States that there was a Martian invasion underway. He also presented a fictionalized scientific dictatorship under the name Technocracy. And isn't it interesting, the word chosen for a one-world government managed by the elite rich and the scientists? Technocracy. The word actually comes from the Greek word techni, which means craft. Knowing now that H.G. Wells was a member of the craft of masonry, it follows that he'd name it that. The word craft is also associated with witchcraft or wicca. From the word wicca, you get the word wicker. Look into the meaning of this word a little deeper. The word wicker has a few connotations. One of them is to bend, as in the bending of reality. This is especially interesting when you consider the words of Mark Petchy co-inventor of virtual reality modeling language that your kids are now using as you and I Mark Pesci co-inventor of virtual reality modeling language said this the enduring archetype of technique 
magic. Within the pre-modern era is magic of an environment that conforms entirely to the will of being. Techni is also where we get the word technology from. Science or knowledge becomes the instrument that the Illuminati re-sculpts reality with. Technology also becomes a weapon of knowledge against the minds of you and I, of men. And this was the basic idea of Adam Weishaupt's Illuminati. Using knowledge as a weapon against another man's mind. In the know. In the loop. Out of the loop. On a need-to-know basis. That's how ancient mystery religions work. That's how control is effective. And it's not surprising that the science fiction writer and British intelligence asset, Arthur C. Clarke, once said, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. See, the plan for the Illuminati is to alter human evolution by combining what we know of nanotechnology biotechnology and the cognitive sciences. It's all in a 405-page report sponsored by the National Science Foundation. With information on converging the technologies for improving human performance. It also calls for a, a broad-based research program to improve human performance leading to telepathy, machine-to-human communication. That is to say, a chip in your head, and you interface with the main computer. And the server will give you your thoughts. You won't have any. So, the Antichrist will be able to give all of his followers the same thoughts. They will all be thinking the same thing. No more individuality. That's happening on a corporate level now. Everyone wears the same clothes. When all of them leaders of the countries get together for the G8 meetings. They all have to take off their own suits and put on the uniform of the conference. And they all get their picture to taken all together. No one sticks out. They all have the same clothes on. How about people downloading their consciousness into computers or their own bodies, even on the other side of the world? 
intelligences connected through ultra-fast communication networks provided by Nortel. So knowledge will no longer be just in certain individuals. And the distinction between events in an individual and another individual would be blurred. And it sounds like a Star Trek episode with a Vulcan mind meld. Well, they've already shown that episode to you. They've already programmed that in your head with Star Trek's episodes. Headed. We're headed to a new tachocracy. Not democracy. It's the Spaceman, 640 Toronto, with a view from space. talking about UFOs tonight. Well, actually, I'm talking about demons cleverly disguised as unidentified flying objects. Thousands of mediums, psychics, and UFO contactees have been getting mountains of messages in the last few years. It's been escalating. So the crop circles. It's manifested itself in the movies one after the other now. Every week, there's a new demonic movie that's out there. Constantine is the newest one. And believe me, come Monday morning, Constantine will be the bestseller. It'll be the number one movie that everybody rushed to see over the weekend. Movies rock stars also actors are vehicles to convey messages Keanu Reeves happens to be the one who is constantly fighting demons that's what he does when they put him on the screen that's the role he plays And notice, he fights the demons without God. He fights it with himself. He tries to save mankind. There's so many Christs. That's the Masonic Christ. The one who comes over and over and over again to mankind. A man. You know, the latest um, messages from outer space is 
from a Mr. Ashtar. Represents himself as a leader in the great intergalactic councils which hold regular meetings on Jupiter, Venus, and Saturn. Venus, of course, the female name for Satan. Saturn is Satan. It's also a car. But Ashtar is not a new name in the occult world either. This name has been taken from the ancient Ashtaroth, Ashar, Ashtaroth, or Ishtar. I talk about her a lot, which is also Venus. Ishtar is a Syrophoenician female deity worshipped in Sidon, and Tyre, and Carthage, Cyprus, and even in ancient Britain. She was identified with the Babylonian goddess Ishtar, the Grecian Aphrodite, the Latin Venus, and was looked on as the goddess of love, the female manifestation of Satan. And in 4 Kings 28, she's described as the idol of the Sidonians. Ashtaroth, Ishtar, Venus, Aphrodite, whatever you want to call her, is another demon who appears in the form of an angel an important spirit, and is mounted on a dragon snake in the right hand. And this demon will tell the sorcerer, the person who is channeling this demon, about the past, the present, and the future. And will also teach every secret and will also teach science. So if you were an occultist going to channel a demon, what better entity to have in your midst than one who is conversant with science and poses an all-seeing prophet. Are you ready? Ashtaroth. Ashtar, whoever we want to call her, appears in the color black in human shape. Totally consistent with the men in black stories and mind control that spewed out of that movie. Will Smith was in called Men in Black. If you study close encounters of the third kind, the research reveals that UFO encounters and sightings seem to be at their most prevalent on Wednesdays. The book, The Grimoire of Horinius, gives a very detailed system of the conjuring of spirits according to the day of the week they are to be summoned. Each spirit has a day of the week allotted to it when it's at its peak of its abilities. Wednesday, between the 10th and the 11th hours at night, is a day set apart for the demon Ashtaroth. Ashtar, whatever name you choose. Ashtar is an endanger to a lot of people who will follow her instructions or his instructions to sell everybody on everything and wait on a mountaintop to be lifted off by beings from space. Ashtaroth was the legendary consort to Baal the ancient Chaldean god who 
the ancients offered up human sacrifices to. In another occult book dating back to the 17th century, there's a section about three superior spirits. Spirits do not always appear in the same shape. This is because they're not themselves of matter or form and have to find a body to appear in and one suitable to their intended manifestation and appearance even. Lucifer himself appears in the form of a figure of a fair boy. When he's angry, he becomes red. And there's nothing monstrous about him. The three super, uh, su superior spirits are named Lucifer, Beelzebub, and Ashtoreth. The, inferior, the inferiors of Lucifer, by the way, are in Europe and Asia and obey him. Beelzebub lives in Africa, and Ashtoreth lives in America, hovers over America. That's why the royal family takes trips to Africa. It's the home of Beelzebub. He appears sometimes in monstrous forms, sometimes like a giant cow, at times like a he-goat with a long tail. When he's angry, he vomits fire. Satan was also called the prince of the powers of the air in Ephesians 2, verse 2. And is regarded, regarded as the ruler over a wide range of kingdoms above and below the earth. All of them had vehicles for traveling the underworld, the land, the sea, particularly the firmament. Coming back with more in a minute. It's a spaceman on 640 Toronto. This is a view from space. Where Toronto comes every morning. He's the man they call space, and there's a really good reason. Get ready to find out things you never knew and be amazed by what you should know. It's a view from space on the new Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. Spaceman, 640 Toronto, a view from space. You can email at spaceman at 640toronto.com or space at 640toronto.com. I've been talking about UFOs who are actually not what they seem or what the mass media has been telling you over and over and over. And many radio shows also talking about UFOs and are we alone in the universe. They are actual spirits and demons from the occult world. Manifestations of the occult world. It's even mentioned in the Bible in Zechariah chapter 5. You find a prophet speaking with the angel of the Lord. Again, I lift up my eyes and looked and beheld a flying scroll. It was cylindrical or cigar-shaped. It was a UFO. And then he said to me, What do you see? And he said, 
I see a flying scroll. The length is 20 cubits and the breadth 10 cubits. Then he said to me, This is the curse that goes forth over the face of the whole earth. That is the occult. Religion that it's spreading over the whole earth. Trying to usurp God's power. See, Satan wants to be God, but can't be God. So he has to fool those who will be fooled into thinking he is. That spirit will enter a man. Call him Maitreya. The Antichrist. I believe when the time is right, it will be either Prince Charles or his son, Prince William. Daniel 11. That number, 11, describing the Antichrist, because it is inextricably tied to the Antichrist, that number 11. And it says, He shall not regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of woman, nor love any God, for he shall magnify himself above all. But in this place he shall honor the God of fortresses. And he shall honor a God of whom his fathers, the Jews, did not know. That makes him literally, by the way, an alien God. And it says, He'll magnify himself above all, but in his place he shall honor the God of fortresses, which is Baal-Hazor, the Lord of the fortresses. That's a connection between Baal and the God of the Antichrist. Baal was the Lord of war and of the sky. Many titles were given to Baal by adding endings to his name. Baal-Bamoth, Lord of the high places. Baal-Zebub, Lord of all of that flies, including UFOs. God of Ekron, God of the Philistines, ruled over the city of Ekron. Baal, Enlil, Zebul, Beelzebub, Beelzebub. That was identified as Satan by Jesus himself. The Antichrist will honor Satan, called Baal, Lord of the fortresses, Lord of the high places. Think about it for a second. What did all of the elite rich, all of the royal houses build? Castles, fortresses, didn't they? And sometimes in the most incredibly impregnable places that you could never get to them. You'd have to climb the mountain. They were set on top of, uh, of mountains. Satan is also known as the prince of the powers of the air and obviously prince of the powers behind flying craft in high places. UFOs. This is all written about in books like uh, Gurdjieff's Bills Above's Tales to His Grandson. It's all about interstellar hired intelligences who seek to aid and advance evolution on Earth. 
It's also in Robert Anton Wilson's Cosmic Trigger, The Final Secret of the Illuminati. And a New Age devotee just hasn't arrived unless he's had contact with a spirit guide, an ascended master, like Benjamin Cream, a channeled entity. or extraterrestrial intelligence, which are demons. I've talked. Let's hear from you. Go ahead, you're on with the spaceman. It's 642 on a high. Yeah, I love the show. Good show. Um, can we just identify these uh, UFOs as the fallen? Um, I would tend to think that uh, this is who they are. The fallen angels from uh, Satan's original demise. Isn't that what I've been saying? They're demons, right? Well, I think the demons are... Demon, uh, fallen angel, what's the difference? Uh, a demon would be spirit, where the fallen angels would have their physical forms. Uh, the demons would have came from the uh, flood, when the offspring of uh, the Nephilim, the fallen, uh, with the daughters of men were uh, done, done away with with the flood. It, you can't kill something that's got spiritual aspects to it, such as a uh, fallen angel would. So uh, how would you... Or a demon. That? I mean, uh, like, why are we splitting hairs here? What's the difference? Well, what, the we're, what, what we're saying here... In, in the physical sense, we have uh, uh, the fallen. They're still around in some sort of physical form, where the demons and the spirits are the uh, uh, results of the uh, event in Noah's time, and these spirits are running around possessing. These are the lesser spirit, spirits that are in the Illuminati. These are the whips and everything else. But the fallen angels, in Satan himself, I do believe he'll be here, and he's going to be coming very soon. Um, they do have a physical form as well. That, that can change that, form. Certainly. You know, we, is, some of them have taken the form of an ass, uh, an angel uh, speaking on the road. So um, anything's possible in that regard, but I'm just thinking that the fallen would have had a physical form, and this might just well be it, and we see it every once in a while. They do their experiments, which would be all part of this technology concept you're discussing. The technology uh, is all about bolts and hardware. Speaking to them, uh, being but, the, but, but the technology is uh, bolts and hardware. I'm talking about. Oh, I was talking to you about demons. Call them what you like. Just don't call them extraterrestrial beings that are running. Planet Earth. Hi, Pedro. Spaceman. Hey, Space. How you doing, bud? Hey, man. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying about the UFOs, etc. And, and just to touch quick base with what this gentleman was saying, I mean, the uh, demons are they're within within you and then within me. I mean, that's what you were talking about last week with the lyrics with the Stone song. I mean, that's why somebody for the devil is so much of a, of a satanic song is because what you're saying is that I smile with glee while your kings and queens fought for ten decades for the gods they made, which is exactly what you're saying now. I mean, you know, when you 
create gods, you're going to create battles to fight over those gods. And if they're imaginary or otherwise, just the people could still get involved on either, on either end of the spectrum. Yeah, but a demon cannot possess a human being unless that human being asks them in. Right. Okay. Do you understand that? So exactly. demons, we don't have demons inside of us unless we've asked them in. You're, you're correct. You're I have correct. not asked any in, have you? Exactly. No, no, no. Well, then they're not in you or I. I see, I see what you're saying. Uh -huh. I see your point. That's right. what I mean. Okay, exactly. I um, want to get that straight. I don't want to blame it on other bodies or other entities. A demon is a demon. A demon is a fallen angel. There is no difference. Thanks for your call. It's the Spaceman, 640 Toronto. Back with more on UFOs and your calls in a moment. It's the Spaceman, 640 Toronto. It's another Saturday night. Emails, spaceman at 640toronto.com or space at 640toronto.com. And I'm taking your calls right now. Hi, go ahead, Rick. Hi. Go ahead, please. Hi, Harry. Good. Um, yeah, I was thinking about uh, the uh, Star Wars, the uh, Star Trek, the, uh, the board. Yep. And don't you see the logo uh, message in there? Uh, Jack, I can't make you out. Are you on a uh, speakerphone? There we go. Thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate that. So, do you see the message in here? I didn't hear uh, very much of what you said oh. there. You were. You know the uh, Star, Star Trek movie uh, the, where they had the board? Go ahead. Keep talking. Well, you know how it says, um, you will be assimilated, resistance is futile? Mm-hmm. Can you see the message in the... The Illuminati message in there, the One World Government? Oh, for certain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Star Trek is all about that. Of course. It's all, it's all about the Federation uh, going out and uh, bringing uh, other yeah. planets into line. Federation of planets. That's yeah. The, uh, yeah. Well, that's exactly what America is doing for the royal family right now. Exactly. And uh, the um, I see the um, practice of alchemy maybe in the uh, appearance of uh, these uh, UFO spaceships. You see that? Alchemy? Yeah. Spaceships? Yeah. You see a connection there? Um, alchemy is um, the art of uh, trying to uh, turn something, transforming, yeah. transforming, uh, say, uh, tin into gold. Okay. Uh, what has that to do with... Um, What's that? Uh, yeah, of, the connection uh, with the UFO ships, you know? I, I don't get that. Okay, that's just a thought. Uh -huh. um, See, I, what I've been uh, espousing for the last couple of hours is the fact that UFOs are really demons. Yeah. Um, back to what that guy was saying, uh, there's two classes, right? There's the demons and there's the spirits. Um, I'm not sure which is which myself. Well, hey, how about this? The demon is a fallen angel. Right. That's it. Well, see, every man, every man gets to choose who he's going to serve. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're not a Christian per se, right? Well, I believe there's a God. I believe there is a one being that created all. Okay. I believe that there is another spirit that is 
a fallen angel who has not given up, even though it's futile, to call himself God. Right. Genesis 3. And to mirror the real God in our world, which is exactly, of course, the opposite mm-hmm. of the real God. That's what I think is going on. Now, don't you think, uh, because, like, from a Christian perspective, right, um, the Christians would see you as part of the problem, not as the solution. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, because the Christian, uh, uh, where you're talking from, is a person who, what I would call a... Person who is Christ-like Christian. Pardon? Person who accepted Christ as his Savior and Lord. Yeah, but that could be the Masonic Christ that they're following. No, they would accept... That God is man. A true Christian would accept the, the God of the Bible, not any other God. Well, exactly. Not Lucifer and not anyone else disguised as a man. Only Christ. Correct? Only the Messiah, Mashiach. Yes, that's true. But how many are there out there right now? Well, there's only one true one, of course. Yes, but how many people are there out there right now that believe that? How many believe in the Masonic Christ? The one that was portrayed in the Passion of Christ movie, Mel Gibson. Now, about the Antichrist, you said that uh, Prince Charles and uh, Prince Williams, one of them could be the Antichrist? Either or. Isn't that British Israelism? No. The Messiah has to be Jewish. That's right. That's right, he does. But he also has to... Uh, has to buy, be the imam for, for all Islam. The world. For all the world. He also has to be uh, the returning Buddha. Right. Yeah, I studied that when I was... All of them, all of them, all of the religions, all of the main religions are expecting their God back. Yeah, but the, the Bible says that the, uh, the world will be deceived by this one. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And must come before the real one, right? Exactly. Because you're not going to accept the fake after the real one comes. But the fake one will act just the same way as the real one. He'll he'll duplicate everything that Christ did. Well, he'll try to duplicate everything the same way. Well, he'll copy it. He won't. But we'll end up being, like I said, the greatest mass murderer of all time. Right. So um, that's hardly Christ-like. Right. But it says it causes all both small and great, free and poor, bond and slave, you know, to receive the mark in your forehead and your forehead. That's right. It won't, it. It. it won't cause it. It won't cause it. I'm sorry, he won't right. force it. He will right. cause all men. Yeah. Which means he'll hold all the cards. Which could be a nanobot. No. That's what It'll be a man. No, I mean, like the mark could be a nanobot. Because the nanobot has the technology to reproduce itself? You see what I'm saying? No. That was on this chat room site called Paltalk. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, see, the deception... Well, it's, so pretty, pre- it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Look at it this way. You, you know any computers right now? You have to log on, right? Yeah. Okay. What if you don't get the password? You don't log on, right? right? Well, that's how you keep people in there out of the system. It's that simple. It's not, it's not hard. See, the Illuminati love to do that. They love to confuse people and make people so 
bombard them with information that they're so confused that they will follow anything after they've had such a bombardment of confusion. Go ahead, you're on with the spaceman at 640 Toronto. When in actual fact, it's pretty simple. Is it me? It's yes, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hi. Um, okay. It's, this is Tom, the same person I called last week. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, what was I going to say? Okay, I guess... Okay, first of all, when I said I finished detoxing by the end of last month, what I meant by that well, it was kind of, kind of a very significant detox that it was noticeable, and afterwards my... Um, Oh, you were the person, excuse me, um, on Ritalin. Yes. Correct? Yes. And you discovered the fact that if you got off of it, you would return to normalcy. Is well, that correct? Yeah. It could also okay. be partly because I was going to get a, a, a longer-term treatment to, um, to, um, uh, uh, to get rid of what I had before, and apparently what I had before was uh, par part of what was causing it was because I wasn't able to read um, uh, facial um, expressions or body body language expressions. Anyways, um, I guess I could quickly gloss over um, uh, how my brother's been victimized, but that's not what I was calling about. I was calling about to ask some questions about prophecies and revelation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. My my brother. I don't know. He might be. He he might have been 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 more smarter or more capable. But when he was coming out of my mother's womb, the doctor took uh, tongs and kind of squeezed his head. I don't. Pulled his head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I because his mother. Uh, my mom was. He was born in March. My my mom went away for March break. And uh, I don't know, maybe the skin patient or something. Because it wasn't the same doctor. Well, sometimes uh, they uh, help the baby to come out of the womb, and uh, they uh, pull with the tongs. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. So, what does that mean? Well, anyways, it ended up. Um, he, he, not only like me, he seems to not be able to read facial or body language expressions, but he could barely talk. Uh huh. And and uh, he ended up being essentially. Um, well, see, remember we. He, both he and I and my sister were taken away from my mom um, and given to her parents um, years, uh, when, when we were kind of young because my mom didn't believe in the medical establishment. Mm -hmm. So and he ended up being, being put eventually into um, uh, what is now, I think, called the circle of support. All right, yeah. Okay. So he, he, he's... Uh, so you were raised by your uh, by uh, parents that were not your uh, birth parents. Yeah, oh. my my mother's mom. I right. met my mother's parents for for quite a bit of life. Anyways, um, uh, so in terms of uh, I've only I've only become um, healthy enough to start helping to straighten out my my own life before I can help anybody else within this only this month. Anyways. Um, I'd like to ask some questions about um, interpretations of Revelation. Well, you have to hold on, okay? You just hold on and we'll be right back with you. It's Spaceman on 640 Toronto. Back in minutes. From the 640 Toronto 24-hour news center, here's what Toronto is talking about. Hockey talks in New York no go what no go nowhere and the province claims it's doing well for the TTC. It's minus seven at eleven thirty. Cold overnight with some flurries. Good evening, I'm Paul Cross. 
Talks between the NHL and Players Association have collapsed after six and a half hours with no progress reported and no plans for new meetings, but the league itself suggests another round is a possibility. At the end of talks in New York City, Ted Saskin of the NHL Players Association says it's 100% certain nothing will develop to have an impact on the cancellation of this season. As everyone knows, the season was canceled on, on Wednesday. I think uh, because of the fact there was a further meeting, there was a lot of uh, optimism that something might develop. It's 100% certain coming out of today's meeting that nothing will develop that could possibly impact the cancellation of this season. But different messages come from the league and from player owners who flew in for the Saturday talks. Wayne Gretzky in a statement released by the NHL says everyone seemed to work well together adding, we only hope they continue meeting for the betterment of the NHL and its fans. Mario Lemieux also says he hopes all parties continue talking. The league issues a message tonight in the words of Bill Daly. He says at the meeting they talked through the parties' respective positions. The talks were cordial and informative, but there remain significant differences that need to be discussed and resolved. No new proposals were made by other side. Daly confirms, and he says while no new meetings are scheduled, the league remains committed to continue working until an agreement can be reached. The Maple Leafs have not issued any new statement tonight, but have linked their site to the Daily message. Trevor Linden, president of the Players Association, is not optimistic about coming up with any good news, though. I think there was a... A misconception that the two sides were, were close. I think it came from, um, frankly, came from the side of ownership and, and certainly general managers and, 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 and some players and fans and media. So, um, but um, you know, I think it was it was crystal clear from our standpoint that that um, we weren't, and, and that was evident to us. So at this moment, no talks are planned, but the NHL seems to suggest it's still a possibility. We're still following the story. 640 Toronto is your lockout information station. A day after Toronto Budget Chief David Soknacki describes a provincial government contribution to TTC funding as crumbs, the province is defending its record. Soknacki uses the term crumbs on the Stafford Show here on 640 Toronto, saying the $45 million the province is providing leaves the city needing $78 million more. But now, Eglinton Lawrence, Liberal MP, P. Mike Cole claims the province is actually putting more than $185 million into the TTC this year when you break down transit and budget assistance from Queen's Park. John Tory will not be the only party leader trying to win a seat in next month's by-election. The Conservative leader hopes to take over the seat vacated by former party leader and Premier Ernie Eves. Now Frank DeYoung says he will seek the same seat. DeYoung is leader of the Green Party. The vote, of course, will be held on... St. Patrick's Day. There's a warning about a career criminal on the loose in Toronto. Wayne Wellington, uh, Way, Wallace Wayne Wellington is considered dangerous according to police. Wellington is supposed to be staying at Keel Centre but has been missing since midweek according to Detective Pete Lawler. So convictions for assaults on adult females that who were strangers. So these offences are more predatory in nature but they also included violence. Call police or crime stoppers if you see Wallace Wellington. More information about him is posted on 640toronto.com. It's minus 7 at 11.33. Steve Nash wins the NBA skills competition in Denver tonight. Nobody can beat his performance of 25.4 seconds. The Canadian star of Phoenix beats Denver's Earl Boykins by nearly 12 seconds in the dribbling, passing, and shooting course. All-star game comes tomorrow night. NASCAR season is off and running in Daytona. Tony Stewart wins 
winning the 300 race. Mike Weir stands 200 par after 36 holes at the PGA in Los Angeles, but play has been scrubbed because of rain. They may not even be able to continue Sunday. They may have to call it after two rounds. It's minus 7 at 11.33. 6.40 Toronto weather is still to come. My boss thinks I'm the perfect employee. Working through lunch again, Barb? I'm doing my weekly office supplies order, and I'm ordering some desk accessories for his new office. Staples Business Depot makes it easy. I call or click staples.ca and they deliver. Barb, you've been slaving over that computer all day. Why don't you take off? Thanks. Uh, just one more thing. I like the pewter better. How did you know? That's why I'm the boss. For everything your office needs, Staples Business Depot makes it easy with fast, free delivery. Details online at staples.ca. The ABS system on Carl's GM vehicle helps him stop safely and manages the data needed for traction control and tire inflation. Our front brake package starts from $119.95, includes installation of front pads or lines with GM-approved Juristop parts, a warranty, and our GM expertise. Luckily, Carl took his vehicle to GM Goodwrench. Happy anniversary, honey. Avoiding the couch for yet another year. Proper maintenance matters. GM Goodwrench Service. See store for details. 640 Toronto weather tonight. Flurries at times may be heavy at times. Cloudy periods overnight. Cold, a low of minus 12. Tomorrow, cloudy with sunny periods of 40% chance of flurries in the afternoon. Two to five centimeters late in the day, a high of minus two. Monday, a chance of flurries, a high of plus two. It's minus seven at the corner of Young and Dundas at 1134. I'm Paul Cross with Toronto's in-depth news every 30 minutes and breaking news as it happens. Toronto's a big city. Think you know everything about it? Here's John Oakley with I Didn't Know That. Originally planned back in 1965, the Eden Center that was envisioned is a lot different than the one we have today. Did you know that? The original Eaton Center would have covered an entire city block going from Young over to Bay Street. In addition to two large office towers on the south side overlooking Nathan Phillips Square, there would have been a 59-story apartment building on the north end of the center and a smaller office tower along Young Street. On Bay, across from the circular city hall, there would have been a circular convention center hotel that would have added to the center's plans, making it the largest retail building in the world. The plans for it were pretty snappy and well ahead of its time. But therein lies the problem. It was so ahead of its time, it would have removed the past, as the plans called for destroying Old City Hall. That didn't sit too well with a vocal group of citizens, and by May of 1967, the plan was shelved. A new design was eventually thrown together that preserved Old City Hall, and in February 1977, a much smaller scale Eaton Center was opened to the public. Hey, I didn't know that. Mojo Radio is 640 Toronto. Your news, your views, your city. Listen online at 640toronto.com. The opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of the new Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. Question, challenge, debate. If you dare, call Gary now. 416-870-6400 or star 640 on yourself. It's a view from space on the new Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. Spaceman on 640 Toronto. Emails are accepted at spaceman at 640toronto.com or space at 640toronto.com. I was on the telephone with uh, with John. John, you were about to ask a question on Re- Revelation. What is it? Okay. Um, uh, well, I think actually the book of Daniel and book of Revelation go together. Revelation is supposed to be a sequel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, when Daniel... Okay, first of all, he sees the, the statue of the... Um, 
for everything, like the the five, how, how many kingdoms it is, I have to count it out before. Well, uh, that's all the uh, that's all the uh, world powers, the world one world governments that there have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and then and then he starts seeing um, visions. There, you get um, you get a lion, and you get, and he was given the mouth of a man. Now it's interesting because. Uh, uh, Britain, they don't. They have the their mascot symbol is a lion. Well, of course, that's the lion of Judah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hmm. And and you get yeah. like and uh, at one point the uh, coat of arms had the uh, lion representing the family on all fours, and now it's a rampart lion, which is a uh, a lion that is poised to fight. Yeah, like wasn't that was it the, the they were using that alongside the Canadian beaver with a World War One. Like post propaganda. Oh sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was interesting. Well, the, it was the royal family that started the first and second world wars. Yeah, but it's interesting. World it was War a family one. feud. The first one was a family feud. Yeah, yeah, because because yeah, versus the Hanoverians. Oh yeah, because when that's in, why they changed the Windsor name, because the original name of the royal family was Saxe Coburg Goat. They couldn't get the people to fight in a. Uh, battle um, of uh, two houses that were you, uh, that w- that were related, the Hanoverians and the uh, Habsburgs. So they changed their name to their favorite castle, Windsor. Hmm. Yeah, because when I was in took grade ten history, I was kind of confused because, uh, well, with with regard to the cause of World War One, because the the cause of the you know the the Serbian rebel, uh, the Serbian terrorist. Um, Shooting, shooting the Arch Dutch and Dukas, and then you got then. You, then you well, got that was the uh, that was the next in line to the throne. You see, hmm. the Arch the Archduke was the next in line to the throne. That's why he was killed to stop the line. Oh, and that's that started the war. Anyways, um, uh, and all of all of it was to do one thing. They will sacrifice their own people, their own family members, yeah. to get one step closer to a one-world government because that is the goal. Oh yeah, because yeah, they, they want to enslave. They want eventually be able to, to enslave us. Absolutely more. correct. Right. Um, okay. So they will even give up their own children. They will kill their own children. The children will kill their own parents for this. Jesus set out the children free. He said, "Who are the kings of the earth?" <laughs> collect taxes for our money from to Peter and he, then he said lest we should spend them go out and you'll get it in the fish's mouth um, the, the tax to get them but um, uh, and he also said um, when being led off he said uh, the time will come uh, the time will come when it will be said woe unto them that, that have have children because if they do this in, in these times then what what will they do when the in a, in a, in a wet tree in a moist tree what will they do in a dry tree I think the tree probably represents the, the economy and they, they're making it seem so terrible that anybody who has who's going to have a child is worrying about the economic burdens with the child well that's a, that's one interpretation thanks for your call John spaceman go ahead Steve you're on 640 Toronto hello hi how are you good thank you I just picked up on your show actually for the first time tonight. It was kind of you, you, you were very interesting. Let me get that. And I'm not calling to be adversarial. Okay. Uh, well, it's okay if you are, sir. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just looking for. Uh, I, I'm a Freemason, and you made some mm-hmm. s- some allusions to the the Masonic Christ. Right. And I'm really trying to understand where that's coming from and why you're using that term. Okay. Uh, the uh, the Freemasons. 
have been working on a one-world government for the royal families for a long time. And you're getting this information from where? From where? Well, I, I'm curious. Like I said, I am a Freemason. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, well, I, I'm uh, not familiar may, with it. maybe I know more about Freemasonry than you do then, Steve. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they're lying to you, sir. Oh, I see. Okay. It okay. could be that. Now, the Masonic Christ is the one where Mary Magdalene replaces Mary, the Virgin Mary, okay? Jesus Christ actually survived the cross, ran off with Mary Magdalene, had children, and that bloodline today is coming into power. Okay, and this is coming from, like, where, where is the story coming uh, well, from, and where does the Masonic inference come into it? Well, this is the Da Vinci Code book. Okay, okay. Well, well, and, and, and then also in... So you're... Now, no, wait, you're wait, wait, hold on. Now, okay. in Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ movie, if you look at the situation, you see Mary Magdalene consoling the Virgin Mary where it should be the other way around, should it not? Well, the one who knows that that is the Son of God on that cross, or going to that cross. But Mel has turned it around so that it is Mary Magdalene who is the pillar of strength. Okay, now, See, if you know the bottom line of Freemasonry is that Lucifer is God. No, so you've been reading too. You've been reading too much into. Okay, who's God in Freemasonry? Who's God in Freemasonry? Who, who's God in Freemasonry? Yeah. Mm -hmm. God is who you make it in Freemasonry. What oh. is, in, the, in, the, in the other words, if I have a God going in, which I am a Christian, so I do have a God. You, yes, to join Freemasonry, you must have. I must a have God. my own God. Yes. And all that Freemasonry ever tells you about. What about did you get God, into? The first three degrees. That's about it, right? No, I'm, unfortunately, no, I'm a 32nd degree Mason, so I'm trying to understand exactly where you're coming from. I okay? got, you know what? What's that? I find a hard time believing that. You do? Yeah. I'll tell you what, if you want to go offline, I'll give you my name, my phone number, and if you want to give me a call and you want to actually talk Freemasonry oh, and oh, the well. truth about what you're taking from pop culture and fiction, you No, it's not me. pop culture, you, it's you, not you, fiction. You just no. You just admitted to me it what? came from the Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. No, no, no. I'm just. I'm saying. I'm saying that you know? plot has been used by the Da Vinci Code book. It is also becoming a movie next year in '06. Okay, that's fine. But you know what it is? It's fiction, and the writer tells you that. It's a no, the writer story. says I first began as in my research. And then, as fiction, and then when I got to the end of the book, I believed it. Okay. Uh, all I asked was, my question of you was the Masonic Christ, and, and you kind of answered that, but you're more than willing to go along with, like I said, pop culture and fiction. You're taking the words of a guy by the name of No, no, no. Christ. You're throwing around the words pop, pop culture. I'm yes, not doing is. anything with pop culture, sir. This is this is Freemasonry, and I have studied Freemasonry and from whence it came. Well, and the Order of the Garter is firmly entrenched in it. 
Well, well, you know, yes, you're, it you're, is, you're, sir. You're, unfortunately, you're 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 trying to. Sir, sir, excuse me. The order of the garter, the order of the garter is so powerful, it opens our parliament. It knocks on the door. That is the black rod, sir. You know, there's no doubt that our history, okay, and the American history is 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 entrenched in Freemasonry because a lot of the people in that in our history and their history were Freemasons. So you're going to see the 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 sim Freemasonry. You're going to see stuff like that within it. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean that Freemasons are out to take over the world. I mean, hey, Oh, wait a minute. You made a huge leap there, Mr. 32nd degree Freemason. You just made a huge leap. Okay, from I'm saying, yes, I agree with you, to no, we're not trying to take over the world. Hey, I got to tell you, I'm awful sorry, but Freemasonry at the lower levels are just foot soldiers who are shut out of the real truth. They lie to you, sir. They lie okay, to you. The lower levels. Yes, the lower uh, levels lie. Uh, 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 they're lies. Okay, the the Freemasons are the builders of the world, sir. Oh. They are the builders of the world. Well, that's what's in your compass and, and in your square. What, what, okay, first. So they are the builders. They built all the great cathedrals in, in Europe. They built all the great cathedrals in Europe. And all the great cathedrals, sir, are to not the glory of God, but to the glory of man. Well, there, okay, there, you know, you show me anywhere in, in our ritual or in our, our, any of our ritual that shows that we're actually... Um, well, you just uh, said it, you just said it, you just said it, you just said it, it's ritual. That's right, that's, and that's exactly all it is. is. Yeah, exactly, that's all it is, it's yeah. a ritual. And, it's, uh, and, and a ritual is done for a specific purpose and that is to gain power and that's why people join Freemasonry to gain power are you going to tell me right now that you joined it because you wanted to help people you can do that without joining Freemasonry sir well I believe you're just perpetuating a stereotype and a myth well, other than that I, I did say off top I didn't call to be adversarial I found most well you should be because I am attacking you the are a society that you believe in. Well, that's unfortunate, but well, no, it's not unfortunate. No, it's not unfortunate. It was planned. It was planned by Adam Weishaupt. You're saying that you studied Freemasonry, but I think you should educate yourself about the stories in Freemasonry. How do you go around perpetuating stereotypes? That's all I'm saying with this phone call. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying to you, sir? They're lying to you. Okay, well, I guess I'll have to live with that. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. We all choose who will serve. 640 Toronto. On Wednesday, January 26th. Spaceman 640 Toronto. A view from space. Emails at spaceman at 640toronto.com or space at 640toronto.com. Mark sends one. I don't know if you've touched on this, but after watching CTV segment on, on it tonight, I am riveted. Can you touch on this? And what he wants me to talk about is Manitoba's legislative building. 
They have found out that it's more than a symbol of provincial authority. According to a University of Winnipeg researcher, it could be a grand symbol of the occult. Frank Albo doesn't believe the building is a tribute to Satan, but he's looking at the historical definition of the occult concerning secrets known to only a privileged few, of which one of them I may have just talked about, or two, rather who called himself a 32nd degree Freemason. The building was designed and built by members of the ancient secret fraternity known as the Freemasons, and Albo believes they made it their masterpiece. Numbers like recurring patterns of 5, 8, and 13 run throughout the building's design. The numbers are part of the famous mathematical sequence discovered by the 12th century mathematician Leonardo Fibonacci, the pattern based on each number being the sum of the two that preceded it, often appears in nature and is considered by many to constitute a divine blueprint. Its architectural design, the graduate student says, also mimics that of King Solomon's temple, where the vaunted Ark of the Covenant is said to have been buried. Similarities go right on down to the most important room in the legislature in the one room normally close to the public. The lieutenant governor's reception room. Albo says it mimics the precise dimensions of the temple's inner sanctum known as the Holy of Holies. Which, by the way, was a Led Zeppelin album title. Where the Ark was said to have been kept. Elbow also believes the building, the Manitoba Legislative Building, was completed in 1920 after close to a decade of construction that ran three times over budget. It's like some sort of talisman for divine energy. It has a dome on the top. That's what domes are. They are a funnel for divine energy or satanic energy. He says even the day the legislative building was officially open to the public bears significance. July 15, 1920. Astonished at the many meetings of male and female symbolism in the building. He was, uh, he was blown away by this. It was also coincidentally the very day that the planet Venus and Mercury were in perfect alignment. A Venus, female word for Satan, and Mercury, the messenger. So I guess the building would be consecrated on the day that Satan's message got to the people. And isn't that what the building does? The legislative building sends messages to the people. Mercury is the messenger. He goes on to talk about the Da Vinci Code. That book I was just talking about. And you know what? He's even presented this theory to the provincial government as a possible tourism booster. He says we've got a Rosetta Stone in the heart of the Canadian prairies and it's hidden. 
And, you know, there is a golden boy at the very top, a very young boy at the very top of that building. And earlier on, A View from Space on 640 Toronto, you heard me make the statement that Satan manifests himself often as a young boy. Take a moment, call 416-870-6400 or star 640 on yourself. Coming up on A View from Space. Care for a journey to places you didn't know existed. This is A View from Space with Gary Bell, only on the new Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. To be the bad man, to be the sad man, behind blue eyes. Spaceman 640 Toronto. No one knows what it's like. Listen to View from Space. To be hated. Right now, no lines open. When one person hangs up, please call 416-870-6400 or star 640 on yourself. You have some input. Hi, go ahead. Terry. Hi, how are you? Good, fine. Um, I just wanted to bring up a point. Um, this coast-to-coast show seems to be a little ridiculous. Um, and I just wanted to know if we could petition to get it off the air and have you on the air since more people like your show and then again it's more Canadian content, right? And I truly believe in everything you say and if anyone out there thinks that you're crazy for saying this stuff then they're dead wrong. You are absolutely right on every point you hit. Well, Terry, uh, uh, petitions don't get anywhere. Look what happened to the NHL. <laughs> I understand. Yes, you're right. Right. They don't move anybody. Um, uh, it's uh, up to, um, you know, the people that uh, run this business. Mm-hmm. And I'm a soldier, quite frankly. They say take Hill uh, 370. I take Hill 370 or die trying. Exactly. Um, the thing is, it's just so stupid. I mean, we're grown adults, and you have a show that talks about Bigfoot, for crying out loud. Like, I mean, honestly. I hear you. I get your point. <laughs> Coast to Coast, by the way, follows uh, a view from space on 640 Toronto uh, tonight at 1 a.m. I understand. I don't want to bring up that show at all because I want more focus to be on your show. But these shows are intertwined, unfortunately. And uh, the irony is, had I not listened to them originally, I wouldn't have known about your show because I was coming home home from work late at night. And he would talk about the stonemasons and the Illuminati. And then you also touch upon it too, right? And uh, it's funny because he has this guy that's on sometimes and his name is Lloyd Windenthorpe and he makes the stonemasons something like through these great guys that hold barbecues well, and raise funny. money for sick kids and oh George they're great people and blah, 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 yeah know? well you see they are uh, they are my uh, my um, my nemesis yeah You'll get both sides if you hear this show and Coast to Coast. You yeah, they contradict each other. Then That's you can make your own side. mind up. Yeah. yeah. Now, Art Bell has a CIA intelligence background. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he has his friends on all the time. Like, That's correct. This is my army buddy, and this yes. guy was in the Navy, correct. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, are, they are, uh, are spreading the lies that, first of all, we are um, not alone in this universe, there are other living entities. There are extraterrestrials. Based, Art Bell based his whole career on the fact, uh, trying to uh, persuade people of the fact that uh, there are um, uh, uh, other intelligent beings that are watching us and are about to take us over. He is um, peddling the Illuminati uh, 
jargon. Oh, not only that, he talks about how witchcraft people in the Wicca, they're really nice people. They're just into nature. They don't believe in God or Satan. They worship nature. Well, buddy, if you don't believe in a God, right, then you must believe in the other guy. You understand what I'm saying? I sure do. Yeah, because God says... I don't and you're absolutely any... right, but you know what, Terry? This is the point. They do not believe Lucifer is evil. No, no, they love them. Some people actually think there is a satanic Bible out there that makes it sound as if Satan has more power than God. And they see, actually believe that he's going to win. But you this see, he has the power here on earth. Yes. It's and the Bible. he can yes. get you big bucks. He can get you all the material possessions. Oh, absolutely. As as but when your 80 plus years or so is up, you pay the piper. Oh, and another thing I wanted to touch on before I forget, when you're talking about extraterrestrials or whatever, mm -hmm. CBC did a special on the moon landing, how it was fake, uh -huh. and they just went about talking about the CIA, how they sent these people to go kill all the directors, and they talked about Roman Polanski. Mm -hmm. So they showed it on CBC a few times. I, I can't get into all the details of it or whatever, but it was like a real farce as to how they killed these people mm -hmm. and how these soldiers went around, these CIA people, and it was like this big fiasco, right? Mm -hmm. And then CBC showed it a few times, and then six months later, they're on the air, and they had this uh, girl at the end of it, this black girl at the end of the show, and she goes, yeah, this was a mockumentary. <laughs> we were just joking. But really, it was true. So you have a legitimate source on TV, and we're lucky well, in Canada. See, because of shows like uh, A View from Space and others... Yeah. Uh, the mainstream media now has to uh, spin what we talk about because there are a lot of people, um, as you know yourself, uh, are starting to uh, uh, understand what's actually happening, happening when uh, it's explained to them in, in the proper way. So the mainstream media has to spin it so that they can get... Yeah, but the point is, though, that they were telling the truth, mm. and then they had to come back. I guess somebody put a gun to their head, or, you know, NASA called up and said, what is this on the air? You better make sure that you guys say it's a mockumentary, even though it was six months after the fact. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. And it, it's just nuts. People have to wake up. They have to realize that they can't believe everything that they see. They have to, you know, not take anything at face value, especially at this day and age. But you know what? It scares them because once you admit to yourself what you believe is wrong, then you have to question everything. Well, once, 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 uh, once shows like this one start questioning, like you said, everything, then the mainstream media has to pick it up and go, hey, you've heard about this. We've got that too. But here's the real truth. Yes. And then they come off as the authority figure, because that's the whole thing with uh, major uh, networks and, uh, and the mass media, that they are the authority. And I think people are starting to understand that just because they say they're the authority, it doesn't mean that they're not lying to them. Because, let's face it, who trusts politicians now? Nobody. We're still voting them in. Why? Unfortunately, yeah. Why? Why? People don't know. Like when you said that vote, um, the non-confidence vote, Yes. which I live in a condo, right? So we did that with the board of directors that we had. We had a lack of confidence vote, and we voted people out. Yes. See, democracy can work. Yeah, but like you said, people, people don't have time with work. Like you said, people mm -hmm. are bogged down. Who's going to go? Who's going to take on the insurance companies and hire lawyers to lower our insurance? Who's going to hire people and pay lawyers to get rid of whatever it is that's running the show. We can't. Like you said, they're more organized than we are, and we're enslaved to them, period. Well, here, here's, what, here's what it is. 
the politician gets the job because you put them in, but they don't follow what you want. They follow the agenda of the Illuminati once they are in the position. Yeah. So the elite rich are calling the shots no matter who gets into power. And they, and they probably plant those people in themselves anyway. That's correct. So, so there's no hope in That's me right. winning. They and control plus, both sides. So the no confidence vote is the only democratic vote right now. The, the no confidence vote says, I don't like who's on the ballot. Get somebody else. Of course. And we don't want people that are from the same families over and over coming on. Exactly. But you check out the board of directors, Terry. View from Space 640 Toronto. You check out the uh, board of directors, and you'll find that all of the boards have all the same people, all sitting on the same boards. Like the people who sit on uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's huge company, also sits on Microsoft, also sits on uh, uh, Raytheon, also sits on Boeing, also yeah. sits on Exxon. It's all intertwined. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's the kind of thing that I talk about every Saturday night. And how people can't see this is beyond me. But after they begin, like you, listening for a while, then they start to understand how they to listen to the show, to. and then they understand what's going on. Yeah, but they, they, they choose not to because people will think they're psycho, that they're disgruntled, you understand? And other people call up and they say, well, spaceman, you know, you know, uh, if you knew so much, they would have killed you by now. You want to know something? God forbid. But you know what? Even if they put you on the television, on every station, 24-7, nobody would believe you. They won't. And they don't care because they got everyone wrapped up in their own little, you know, world, you know, watching TV and their Britney Spears and what have you. They've already done the brainwashing job. You can scream to the high heavens. No pun intended, of course. <laughs> they won't listen because people choose to be blind. Well, I'm going uh, to keep banging on the door. Thanks for your call, Terry. Thank you. Bye. Spaceman, James, go ahead. You're on 640 Toronto. Go ahead. Hey, Spaceman, I think you're... Uh... Excellent dude. I think you got a pulse of the earth. Um, and I'd like to know when you got started. When did you start to see things the way that you do? About 25 years ago or so. What was the the thing that started you going? I just, I just started to notice small little things that I would put two and two together. Like, for instance, I wonder why, hey, why do they make the Mercury Meteor? Why, why do they make Saturn a car? So I started to check into Saturn and Mercury, and, and then I, I started to learn a little bit about the occult. And then, all of a sudden, Janus, the big company, Janus, right? The, the investment company, right? And then I started to see all the symbolism that was intertwined, right? And then the Apollo missions. And, and Apollo, the god of war, right? And I wondered, wondered why all of this occult was creeping into all of this elite, rich, uh, you know, um, endeavors. They were naming everything uh, after, uh, after things of the occult, right? Yeah. So I went deeper and deeper into the occult, researching that and researching the corporations, and I found out, uh, yeah, it connects exactly. And then I started to see the numbers. I got into numerology. And I, and I found out what the numbers meant and why they were being used. And then it all 
it, like the numbers, for instance, with the, uh, with, with the Illuminati are just like fingerprints from criminals. You, you They're all any, over everything that they touch. Is there anyone else that, that shares your view in, in your... I don't know. ...in your friendships? No. No, I, I'm pretty much uh, doing this all my, uh, my own. Is, is, there, is there anybody good left on the earth that you can see? How do you mean like that? Anyone that supports uh, this viewpoint? Gee, I don't know, because, uh, you know, everybody has such uh, differing views. Um, it, it, it's all, 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 I, all, I guess, uh, depends on uh, what your focus is and where you're looking. And I am constantly looking under every rock. When I, when I come up with a question, I won't stop until I find the answer, or that I'm satisfied. Do you understand where I'm coming from? So I will, I, I will doggedly chase that question until I get the answer that satisfies uh, uh, the, the need that uh, was created. Well, I uh, do appreciate uh, your time, and, uh, and I'll talk with you later. Thank you. It's the Spaceman, 640 Toronto. Line open at 416-870-6400. If you're a cell phone caller, star 640. Number you punch in. Did you know that? It's space at 640 Toronto. Thanks for your emails. You can send them, by the way, at it's, uh, spaceman at 640toronto.com or space at 640toronto.com. Hi, Tony. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, I uh, really want to talk about uh, the, the Masonic Christ and the Mason, sure. that 32nd degree Mason that called. Mm. He, uh, or so he calls himself. Yeah, I don't He think brought so. that up. Uh, it was, it's always coincidence with me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about something I'm not sure if uh, our, our, our listeners are ready for. Like, uh, this is going to be a personal subject. Um, Gary, you don't believe in the Christ of the New Testament, do you? You don't believe in the Masonic Christ, the one that um, had a three-year ministry, died at 33, and uh, has all this numerology tied to him, do you? Here's what I believe. I believe that Christianity has been taken over by the Merovingian dynasty that is going to place their highest-ranking family member on the seat of a one-world government. I believe they took the cross and used it for their own good because I believe that Jesus Christ, the real Jesus Christ, was actually hung on a stake, not a cross. I believe the cross is the T for Tammuz and it's an ancient sun-worshipping symbol. Okay? Can I tell tell you... I I also believe that they know that Christ is coming back and must manufacture their second coming before he does. Can I, can I, talk, can I say some things that I, that I probably haven't been heard before? Sure. Um, okay, this, I mean, I've been, I don't want people to get me wrong. I've loved God all my life. I've, my, I've been awakened for five years now. And um, I, I started out believing in the virgin birth. I mean, it sounded so, um, so uh, you know, it, it went well, you know. It was a well-put-together story for, um, 
for a person at my stage in, uh, in awareness. And uh, now with further research, um, I find that very impossible. And I, f and I know a lot of, uh, I've researched enough to find out there's a lot of facts behind, backing this up. Um, one of them, for example, we know that God says He will send forth His servant, the branch. And we know that a branch is obviously attached to a tree. A branch does not just pop out by itself, right? So we know that the Christ is of the bloodline of David. We understand this. And how can we have uh, an immaculate conception if we have uh, a, a bloodline tie? We can't. Where does this immaculate conception come from? Um, I believe it comes from uh, Nimrod and... Um, what is his mother? Semiramis. Uh, uh, that's right. That's right. And this is this comes from the Egyptian belief of the Virgin and the Immaculate Conception. We have only backing it up in the in the the Old Testament. One time in Isaiah, in Isaiah seven, we have one mention of um, of uh, the Virgin, right? And uh, I know, I know, I can see this because the original text, the Hebrew text. It's not numbered, you know. We don't have any verses and, 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 uh, and uh, chapters. And where do we get this? We got this from the Dark Ages when, uh, when um, the elite had power over the, the, the black books and they numbered it all and they changed it around. Even I, I feel sorry for the, for the Hebrew people because even their flag, which they, they will die for by today, not their God, but their flag they will, is a six-pointed pointed star. It's Solomon's seal. It was given to them by the Rothschilds, who are Jews, but are not Jews. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. They do not follow the, the uh, Orthodox Judaism. They want to get rid of their own people. They're of the... They're of, uh, of the, of and, the, and Freemasonry and the, the, the Illuminati are going to use the fight of Arab versus... Jew to bring on the Third World War, which will force everyone into accepting a one-world government. As we're brought close to the brink of a nuclear annihilation, starvation, death, we're tired of fighting, and a UFO attack is on the way. And that's about as stacked a deck as you can get. And that's coming. Go ahead. Um... I just wanted to, to now bring the tie where we get uh, the, the, the bloodline, you see, and uh on television, the people that come out for the one world government that are the UN type people will be the only ones that wear green, okay? 
I've already noticed that. All right. And there's very few of them that will put on the green right now. A green tie. But anyway, Satan, the serpent, makes love to Eve. She conceives. Sin. Yes, she conceives. And she tells Adam about what they did. Adam does the same sex with her. What happens? Another one is born. Eve is bearing two people now, right? Cain and Abel, correct? Right? Mm-hmm. Cain marked by God with an X. That's right. His bloodline and Abel, his bloodline. Now we continue on because there are other children, correct? That's right. Then God says, you will have Asa, right? And Manasseh. And the birthright was sold. Remember that? Yeah. To Asa. And Asa has got it in his mind to steal what is not his. And that's the fight that we see here today. So let me let me let me let me say You have the two bloodlines fighting. That's the two sides. So let me say this. Mm-hmm. Do you do you remember about when John the Baptist gets beheaded? Yes. Now, can a man really get beheaded for simply saying that uh, Herod has his brother's wife? No, because even in our society today, back in that society and in every society we, we know of, it's, al- it's, it's always very manly to have more than one woman. Mm-hmm. If, if a guy... But, it, but what, what, what John the ba- having John the Baptist said was, are you big enough to give up God for me and give me God's man's head? But what is uh, uh, hang on, I'll be right back with you. It's a Spaceman 640 Toronto. Back with more in a minute on A View from Space. You want to talk to space, don't you? Give them a call at 416-870-6400 or star 640 on your cell. It's a view from space on the new Mojo Radio, 640 Toronto. When someone hangs up, sure get a call. Lines are full at the moment. Spaceman on a view from space. Tony. Yes. You and I were talking. Before the break, go ahead. Right, I wanted to. I really wanted to make this point out because this is a, what the important part of the message is. Um, so, getting back to why John the Baptist really got killed, I believe, okay. is because he was spilling the beans. And what was he saying? He was saying that King Herod had impregnated Mary, and his son was going to come to take the throne, because that's what happens in those times. The son, in, the son, takes the place of the father. And um, this is why he got killed. This is also why Herod uh, sent out his, uh, his guys to, to kill all the children two years and under when he understood what was happening. Because this makes a lot more sense than that, uh, that story for, for children they tell us in the, in the New Testament of how the, the, king, the, the three magi, which are really three astrologers, that were looking for the birth of the new sun, the, the winter solstice. That's what they were looking for. And they uh, they found Jesus and they in the manger and they said to Herod that the new king had been born. Like this is like a story for children. I mean, only people who are not really using their brains are going to buy into something like this. You, I, I have been 
trying to understand the scriptures for five years. I have gone out and bought uh, some Hebrew texts, right? And uh, I've seen the differences. I've seen what they've done. Oh, they're they, huge, they started huge right from, from, from Judaism. Yes. That's where they started. That's where yeah. they actually started twisting the story around. Oh, long, long time ago, the Merovingian uh, dynasty began uh, changing uh, subtly and replacing... Uh, uh, for instance, uh, now we see the manifestation of Mary Magdalene taking the place of Mary. Understand that? Yeah. What's yeah, going on there? Definitely. When they're putting in the important mm -hmm. seat, the woman sits now on the throne, which is the opposite of what happened. That's right. In, 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 and, in the and, and they're and they're going to uh, push and push and push that that bloodline of Magdalene and Jesus Christ is walking on the earth today. Well, the Gnostic Gospel of Mary Magdalene, which is now coming about, right? Everybody's right, talking that's, about it's it. happening it's now. It's supposed to be the true one. I mean, even the, 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 the so-called uh, born-again Christians, right, which I used to call myself, uh, we are talking about the Gnostic Gospel of Mary. And what does this Gospel say? This Gospel says that you need nothing else no baptism, no no church, you don't need anything but to look for the God within. That's what this gospel says, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I, I speculate only it could be released from one spot, that very same spot where all the other lies are released from and uh, being fed to the Mass, right? And um, it's, it's just a shame that uh, we have questions like that last listener that we had uh, asking how many people share the, the, the views of the space show. And uh, apparently, he's, he can't be a long-time listener because I myself have been a three-year listener now to the Spaceman and to the to the Space Show, and uh, I can see that 95% of the, the listeners are have a positive feedback. Everybody says, "Well, Spaceman, you're the best. Uh, we love your show." So obviously, a lot of us are, agree with your view. Are starting, yeah, are starting to put two and two together that there is some kind of a concerted effort to slip us a lie. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Thank you very much, Stacey. Stanny, you're on next. It's 640 Toronto. Hello. Hey, Gary. Hi. Yeah, would you call me a Christian if uh, I told you that I, uh, I belong to an organization, an organization that uh, was, was founded by Adam Pike? I don't know. Uh, Would you call me a Christian? At, 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 he, uh, Pike founded uh, the KKK. Right on. Would you call me a Christian if I told you that the first the three initiations into the first degree of Freemasonry was I had to put a noose around my neck with a blindfold on? I believe you. Would you call me a Christian? Would you call me a Christian if uh, I told you I had to lay in a coffin and I had to be resurrected from Egyptian times? and I had to find my new God, which was in myself, would you call me a Christian? I would uh, have to say no. This is pagan worship. I, I would have to say yeah. Right on. And the book, the book that should be brought forefront for all of the listeners is a book called The Hiram Key, H-I-R-A-M, second word, key, K-E-Y. Yeah, this is Hiram Abif. If people want to learn about Freemasonry and open up a new world, like a Harry Potter story, start with the book, The Hiram Key. It talks all about Freemasonry. It was written by two ex-Freemasons from England, and they researched the history of Freemasonry prior to 1700, which is what the Freemasons want people to believe, that it didn't start until then, but it started, as we well know, 
with other symbology on the American money, the 50 different things on their money, and with Washington being loaded with symbology to do with the layout of the city. Oh, just an incredible satanic layout. Exactly. And, you know, the book of the Merovingians, the best recommended reading out there for that book, is not the Da Vinci Code. No kidding. Because people will criticize the Da Vinci Code because Dan Brown intentionally wrote this book as fiction because he didn't want the criticism of the Christian world coming upon his little home in Cape Cod. So... Do you know how long it took before the Vatican put out a book right after the Da Vinci Code? 30 days they had someone publish a full novel on criticisms of the Da Vinci Code. So I recommend a book called The Holy Blood and the Holy Grail, which was where Dan Brown got his idea to write the book, The Da Vinci Code. It's an amazing book about the Merovingians. If anybody reads that book, they will look it up the whole rest of the story about the French maidens who believe, as you've said many times on your show in the past, that they are related to the bloodline of Jesus. Mm-hmm. The Nathans do not worship uh, Jesus. The reason Jacques de Molay was killed, the last remaining Knights Templar, uh, or Grand Master Knights Templar, was because they were worshipping John the Baptist, the Masonic Christ that is talked about in the New Testament, will appear when they rebuild King Solomon's temple in Israel on the last place Jesus spoke. It's talked about in the New Testament that whoever will rebuild this temple on the cornerstone will be looked upon as a new king. Now, all of this prophecy in in the New Testament and the Old Testament has been talked about in all these books that I've just suggested as man writing in his own words his own prophecy and man exploiting men by using the prophecy that he has written to try and reenact it. And it's about to happen again, and the sheep are being led to slaughter. People One more time. People have to realize there's a lot of new writing out there today that's not 2,000 years old, and use the Bible as a reference point, and do not take it literally. The amount of information that you have possession of in this day we live in now, with the Internet and all the new literature that's out there, and all of the symbology and all of the things that are coming out to do with all of the Masonic connections to how your economy works, to how your life is run, is all interconnected. And, you know, people better wake up because all this stuff that's going down, and your show being a reference point, is an amazing source of information for people. And people have to get smart and start reading. You know, like you said, the Hegelian dialect is set into our society so deep and it's got such deep roots that it's going to take, Gary, a couple of generations before, you know, the people actually are going to wake up, and it might be too late then. If people really want to think that there's, a, that there's some hope there, I'll give you some hope, because you better understand that there's international criminal organizations operating out there, and the only way that you can, when it comes time to vote, to, to, to open your mind up and realize there is, there is a third choice in Canada. It's called the Worker Party the party that represents the worker, the, the middle class. But it seems like it's very hard for people to understand that that's the only thing that's going to instill real change in your society. They don't call them the NDP in Europe. Out of, in Europe, 44 countries exist. 22 of them are workers' parties. But we have to change the name of the NDP party in Canada to the worker party, or the labor party, as they call it in Britain. 
we have to get we have to get somebody that's not going to take orders from uh, the higher ups and uh, are going to actually do the will of the people. And uh, you know what? Uh, quite frankly, I don't think that a politician would last that long if he uh, went that route. You know what happened the last time uh, a representative of the NDP got in on a large uh, scale was in Ontario, correct? It was under the NDP, Bob Ray. Mm -hmm. But here's the trick that the international bankers play on politicians and parties that they don't favor that get into power. They, the first time, when this happened, I was, I was it, it, like, sent off this signal. It's like, what's going on here? And I didn't really, this is years ago, right, when Bob Ray was uh, yeah. up in Ontario? Yeah. The international bankers. And he opened up the books and saw this enormous debt. Right on. Check this out. They put a negative bond rating, the Dominion Security, uh, Securities Company put a negative rating on Ontario savings bonds. But then in other words, because Bob Ray got in and he was spending money on the people, he, they didn't like the idea that he was representing Ontario in such a large population in Canada, so they put the, put the, the gears to him, put the pressure on, and they put uh, a negative rating out, so they were advising people not to invest in Ontario. Like, I mean, who would do that in, in their right mind? That's exactly. Everybody. Yeah. The same but uh, the the bankers are calling the tune. The international bankers, if, if the worker or the Labour Party NDP ever got in, in in Canada, the first thing is people better hang on for a year because they're going to put the interest rates in the country up because that's what they do. They control the interest rates, correct? Yeah. They keep them low, they keep them low, and they keep everybody happy because you can afford the. Bank. Well, no, they keep them low and keep everybody in debt because everybody and borrows debt. and goes into debt. Now everybody's in hock. We have a country here that has all the resources, all the wealth we would want, could ever want, all the lumber, all, all the all the metals, everything. And uh, hey, you know what? We're in debt. Why? We are self-sufficient. We do not need. That's right. But they can't, they can't afford to have a self-sufficient nation on the planet Earth if you want a one-world government installed. That's correct. And if, 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 if the Worker Party or the Labor, the Labor Party ever got in, you would have to ride it out for six months to a year because interest rates would go up because the pressure would be put oh, on. Okay. But you know what? After a year, you'd have that party representing you, and, and the, the bankers would have to come to terms and do, and do business with you. We'll see. I'm not so sure. Bob Ray. Educated in Switzerland. That's where the Illuminati keep all their money. It's 640 Toronto. This is a view from space. Back with more. Spaceman on the last segment of the view from space for the Saturday night. It's 640 Toronto. Let me just uh, check here. Go ahead, Dave. You're on. That's Michael. Oh, sorry, Michael. Go ahead. No problem. So sorry. Um, very quickly, the new Airbus that's uh, come out, the huge Airbus that's coming out from Europe, from uh, made from uh, France, England, um, Germany. Uh huh. Did you get the numbers on that? Five fifty. A three eighty. Oh, the A three eighty. Oh, okay. All right. Seats five hundred and fifty. A three eighty. You got your eleven. Yep. It actually seats. You said the number of death is five, right? Yes. Five fifty-five. Oh, it's triple five. That's right. I thought it was five fifty. Five fifty-five. That's what they were saying. Yeah, that's going to be a great air crash, isn't it? Oh, and then that's what I was just thinking. Don't get on that plane. Yeah. And the Rolls Royce engine on that plane is a Trident nine hundred. Hmm. So there's your three and your nine hundred. Yes. Um, question for you, and the, also in the uh, labor talks in the Airbus, uh, by the way, outstripping everybody. Boeing. Uh, that's right. It's, uh, it's, it, it, Boeing is off the map now. 
That's right, yeah. That plane actually is made, like I said, from um, England, uh, France, Germany, and I believe Holland. Yeah. Um, Making a lot of sales. Oh, yeah. Do you like the numbers in that uh, and the uh, NHL? Uh, you know they forced Thailand to buy uh, something like six of those uh, A380s? I believe it was six, yes. Just an incredible. And this was right after the tsunami hit. That's they right. forced them into buying those. Yeah, how'd you like the or they wouldn't do business with them. Go no. ahead. How do you like those numbers on the uh, NHL? 42.5 is your... Uh, That's your 11. And 40, 49 was the... Uh, That's the 13 for the... Uh, for the That's right. Uh, the uh, lowest that the uh, Players uh, Association would go. And the middle ground, 45. Yeah. And the uh, last thing I wanted to ask you. Um, www. when you get into the Internet, is... What, what, I can't remember if it's, is it the Israelis or... There's an there's a alphabet that actually when you punch in www. it's the 6. No, no, no. Uh, let me explain quickly. Uh, see, uh, it's, it's, I was talking about that earlier. Uh, was, uh, technology is uh, actually from the word technic, which means magic. And uh, technology actually means, uh, or, or uh, wicker actually means to, to bend. Right. And that's what they're doing. They're, 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 uh, they're bending reality with their magic. And that's why we have a wizard to install things but isn't there on your computer. Now, listen to your www. Right. It's not a W. It's a double U. Oh, I got you. Okay? So, figure it out. Yeah, the yeah. U is worth what? If you count 26 letters in the alphabet, the U is what letter? Or what number? Well, what is it? You got me here. Work it out, and you'll find that's your key. Ah, uh, okay. Double U, double U. Double U, U. Uh, will give you 666. So every time you're punching up an address wow. on the Internet, it's 666. Wow. Interesting. Amazing. Yeah. Well, take care. I know your show's nearly ending, so thanks a lot, eh? Oh, okay. Take care. Just amazing uh, some of the stuff that you uh, pick up on. Oh, Dave, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry, uh, I thought you were uh, Michael there for a moment. No, go I'm ahead. sorry. Real quick, because I know you ran out of time. So that was the fellow Freemasonry, FreemasonryWatch.org for him. Yeah. And the other thing for the fellow that's... Uh, uh, a little, little slower from our third sorry. second okay. degree Freemason, please. FreemasonryWatch.org uh-huh. for him. Okay. Okay, and also because he's a Christian, check Matthew 5 and uh, 30... With respect to taking oaths, which they do. But the real reason I called was uh, you know where the crop circles uh, really came from, Gary? What? Um, military officer. I, I, I've got to know a former military officer quite well, and he was involved in, in helicopter, ops, helicopter operations through NORAD in uh, Colorado. He was Canadian, and he was seconded there. You know, you're familiar with that term. And he operated both sides of the border. His job was to take DVMs, doctors of veterinary medicine, with night vision goggles, etc., in land and fields near farms, and they would surgically remove organs and they'd bring them back to the base. And you know why they did that? It's really obvious. You're going to kick yourself when you find out. Because somewhere near where they pulled those organs out, there's a bioweapons research facility or a nuclear lab. They might have had an incident. They can't go to the farmer and say, hey, look, we might have accidentally poisoned you with the nuclear leak or some other bio. So what they do, they, they pull them out, go in the middle of the night, do their testing. Then they base, the base information officer gets gets on the phone and says, "Geez, we think there's been a, a, a cult uh, operating this area, pulling or surgically removing organs 
from cows, etc., uh, in that area. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing, of course, and they, then they pull the alien thing, too. You know you know what a helicopter downwash looks like in a field? Sure. Crop circle. Yeah. So this is how, and of course, people that imitate this, oh, this is great, we'll just go and create our own crop circles. But I just thought you'd like to know, and that area is fact. Uh, I know that to be fact. I, I, I know the, the, the actual workings of that fairly closely. So I'm just going to tell you that uh, when, you're t- when people have these news stories in the news, there's a lot more to it than they realize. And, and well, you have to say, what well are they not only there's a lot more to it than they realize, they're actually uh, being sold a bill of goods on what the real reason is. Well, and uh, the truth does not get out. In fact, is hidden. That's correct. And that's right. what they, they want it to. Anyways, I'll let you go. That's right. All right? Yeah. Take care of them. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And I uh, just hope uh, our buddy Mike was, uh, you know, doing his math. The U is worth 21, right? 21, 2 and 1 is 3. A double U is a 6. Another double U is another 6. And another W is another 6. There's your three sixes. So every time you punch out an address on the Internet, you're hitting 666. It's a little tongue-in-cheek way of tying their numbers in because if the numbers the correct ones through numerology are not in it it won't work they feel the occultist feels the more times you can put the number in the more power the spell will have And the internet does cast spells. This has been a view from space. Coast to coast is next. This is 640 Toronto. I'm Space. I'm out. Do you forget the...